Happy Monday and welcome back to podcast number two. Today's topic is about people pleasing. And before I get started, I just want to say I absolutely love podcasting. It feels to me like a diary, like a verbal diary that I can just like vomit all my shit into. (laughs) And I, when I'm done podcasting, I literally feel like amazing. So with that being said, I do want to say a quote of the day and it resonates so freaking much with what we're talking about today as far as people pleasing. The quote is, and every day the world will drag you by the hand, yelling, this is important, this is important, and this is important. You need to worry about this and this, and each day it's up to you to yank your hand back, put it on your heart, and say, no, this is what's important. And that quote is from Ian Thomas. So, are you a people pleaser? I am. I struggle with this still, but I am working on it. Uh, I've been a chronic people pleaser for pretty much all my life. I'm not even exaggerating whatsoever. It has been so bad to the point of making myself mentally and physically ill. Can you relate to that a little bit? Um, So if you don't know what a people pleaser is, totally okay. I'm here to tell you that we never say no. Everyone, and yes, I mean everyone, can rely on us to be there for everything parties, dinners. If you need money, we got it. Need help at an appointment? We got you. Even if we have a million things on our own to-do list, we will always put others first no matter what we have going on in our own personal lives. And the thought of anyone being upset with us for any reason at all whatsoever will make us insane. So with that being said, yes, it's totally okay to love helping others. I love fucking helping others so much. It's what I do uh, when they need help or a lending hand. Give it if you can. But let's remember though, our lives are just important and we need to take care of ourselves just like we would for other people. Okay? So if we always put others before our own needs and wants, it can make us sick. Like I spoke about at the beginning, it made me physically and mentally sick. It sucks. <laughs> that happy medium and that's where I'm at trying to figure out like, you know, um, helping people but also taking care of myself. And I feel like as a woman, a mom, a wife, that is what we do. Okay. So a little story. I have, um, excuse me, I have three kids, a 12 year old and twins who are six. I was a stay-at-home mom for five years. Financially, that's just what worked for our family. Having three kids in a daycare would have literally been fucking insane to pay for, so that's just what worked for our family. And in those five years, I completely lost myself, though. Physically, I went to my highest weight, and mentally, I was drained. Now, let's not get this confused, everyone. I was absolutely grateful for the opportunity of being able to stay home with my girls and watching all three grow and be there for things that I probably would have not been able to be there for if I was working outside the home. And also, a little side note, I just want to say that if you work outside the home or if you are a stay-at-home mom or dad, both can have its fucking challenges. So let's not start being judgy. This is just my fucking story that I'm putting out there, okay? Anyway, I do have an amazing husband, though, who um, in this home, we are friggin' 50-50, He helps with the housework, laundry, kid stuff, appointments, helping if the kids are sick in the middle of the night, and so on. The one thing I do joke about with him, though, is like, if you could fucking cook, that would be great. But I will choose my battles. 
Um, but as a stay-at-home mom, you know, I felt like it was my job to do all the at-home things while my husband worked outside the home. That's how I felt. And being a stay-at-home mom, unless you have friends who are home or outside playdate programs in your town, being home is pretty much where it's at, especially in wintertime. I'm not a driver in the winter. I don't like it. So summertime was my thing. I liked it. You could go to the ocean, the beach, you know, all that fun outside stuff. Summer is good, okay, for everything. <laughs> um, but though I eventually felt like a robot, or I like to use the movie Groundhog's Day as an example for everything, same shit, different day, pretty much is what I say, or what I did say at that time. Um, taking care of my home and family before caring about me didn't turn out well for me though. Um, I was no longer showering every day. I wore PJs all the time, no makeup, and sorry, if you hear a truck in the back, that would be my next door neighbor, okay? So I apologize for that. <laughs> um, I wore PJs all the time, no makeup. The only hairstyle that I would seriously rock is a bun. And luckily now I can't do the bun because I have super short hair. My dogs will probably start barking because of that truck. So I apologize. Um, eating unhealthy quick snacks was my thing. It was my go-to. Or, and don't say you've never done this while you're cleaning up lunchtime or dinner, is eating off your kid's plate when they have shit left on their plate and you don't want it to go to waste. So you like pick at it, you know? Um, and if you're not a parent yet, you wait. <laughs> um, I though, I was just lost. And also if I didn't finish something I was supposed to do, uh, let's throw laundry out there for an example. I felt like a failure. Seriously. If baths might've not got done because something came up, I'd be like, seriously, Jen, you can't do a normal fucking bath routine. Like those are just some things I would say to myself and be so harsh with. It's, it's insane, the stuff that I would say, or, you know, even I'm human. Sometimes I still say those things, but I catch myself and I'm like, girl, you've done the best you can do for today. That's what I have to say. Um, I then started watching my nephew for my sister when she went back to work after maternity leave. And I watched him till he was about two and he's my sweet little buddy. And I call him my best friend and to get a little boy around here was so fun. Cause I have all girls. My husband so enjoyed that to have a boy running around. Um, also, I feel like, like I said, I feel like as a mom and woman in general, we tend to want to be that helping hand. We want to make others happy and help in any way we can. That's okay to want to do that, but we have to take a moment to breathe and do something for ourselves. So being a people pleaser, what are some things that can happen if we don't start learning to say no or I can't help, I'm sorry, and start taking care of ourselves? Take me again for an example. I wasn't showering. I was tired, bitchy, didn't want to do anything. My anxiety and depression set in bad. And now in my life, I feel like when my anxiety creeps up, I start, I, I am an internal person now. Like I go in and I'm like, okay, what is setting me off for the day? Or what is setting me off in this moment? And I talk to myself and I'm like, okay, that is my signal. That is my body telling me to stop whatever it is that I'm doing and just take a minute for me. So um, what can you do to not allow that part to happen? You can plan healthy meals for yourself, drink water, shower, dress up if that's what makes you feel better, exercise, take at least five minutes of doing nothing, just sit and be in the moment. Meditation helped me and I'm not talking because you know, I, I say meditation and people automatically think Indian style, cross-legged on the floor, um, 
stones all around you, oils going, and while those are all great and I do use those sometimes, I can't sit there and meditate for 30 minutes straight without thinking of a damn thing. So I'm just saying, take five minutes. Even one minute is better than nothing. Just sit and be. Listen to a guided meditation. YouTube has hundreds, thousands of different guided meditations that help. It helps me um, to just not really think of anything. Um, to listen to somebody else tell me what I should be thinking. Is that weird? Like, I don't know. Maybe that was a little confusing, but I just guided meditations are where it's at for me because I just can't sit for five minutes without thinking things. Um, but really, do anything that lights you up and makes you happy. I'm a music freak and it makes me so happy to crank up music and just dance in my house and it gets my kids up and moving. And then eventually after the first song, we're all happy and it gives you a little bit of like adrenaline going. So also... I do want to say another big thing that can happen um, is we can get it taken we can get taken advantage of, and to me this is a super super big one. Um, like I said, yes, helping people out is an amazing thing about us, and if more people in the world helped and loved doing it, this world would be fucking amazing. But being taken advantage of happens so much to people who do and do and do for others. Saying yes to others every single time too can eventually spiral into them asking more and more and taking advantage of our kindness and then wanting more, okay? When we have a smile on our face every time we say yes to everything, it doesn't really show that person shit's going on and no, we can't do it this time. Those people don't always realize how much we are exerting ourselves. Boundaries don't happen because we don't set any so others don't know what's going on inside us. Wouldn't it be grand though if people could read our minds? But they can't. So you have to communicate this to people. One of my favorite sayings is, we teach people how to treat us by the behavior we accept or reject from them. How fucking true is that? We teach people how to treat us by the behavior we accept or reject from them. I love that so much. And if someone takes advantage of you once, it's their fault. If they do it again, it's your fault. It's yours for not teaching them how to treat you and showing them your boundaries. It can be hard to say no. And I still fight with this every single day. Okay? When you start saying no to certain things, you might have people upset with you, but don't feel guilty and stick to your choice of learning to say no. It's important. I, before we're done this podcast, I just want to say real quick, I am learning to say no like this. If somebody asks me a question, and I'm not talking about if somebody asks me a question and you're like, I really don't know what's going on, let me look at my calendar, okay? If somebody asks you a question and you get something in your gut and you can't just say no right off, uh, sorry, you can't just say yes right off or you don't really want to say yes right off, take that as a sign that you don't really want to say yes. And you don't have to be mean to say no. You can say, oh, you know what? Thank you so much for thinking of me. Or you know what? I'd really love to help you in this moment, but I can't. We don't need to explain ourselves. Just say no. And those people that love you and care about you and care about your fucking well-being will understand that. Okay? Remember, if somebody asks you a question and you 
stumble upon saying yes, take that as a sign that you don't really want to do it. So just say no. You will be so much more happier with yourself. So much more happier with yourself. So I hope that you today, you sorry, I hope that you take today's podcast and I hope you think about it. And if you have been struggling with this and you have found ways to get over it or helped you get through it, I should say, please let me know because I'm always looking for things to help me. And I think that we're in a world where we have all this technology that we can get out there and tell our story, um, even if we're still working on it, to get information from other people and hopefully can help me like hopefully if I can help you um but remember it is absolutely fucking important to take care of yourself again thank you so much for listening and please like this video uh, sorry not video but podcast and I will talk to you again soon bye <laughs>